0: Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's
1: V-E-G-A-S
0: to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self Made CEO podcast. My name is Adrian Finch. Today's episode is so, so exciting. I have a very special guest, Marissa Mills. She is now a dear friend of mine, and I actually met her on a panel. We both spoke on a panel um, all about female entrepreneurs and just empowering women and, and how style kind of meets business and meets your brand, your personal brand. We talked about a lot of really fun things on that panel, and I just really wanted to bring her on the show today because she is not only a super successful businesswoman, she has two incredible companies that are just thriving. I wanted to talk all about kind of her story of getting there because I think it's a pretty wild And I think she learned a lot during all of it. Her business has evolved in ways that she never knew it would. And I think it's just an awesome reminder to all of us out here that, you know, you don't always know the exact path you're going to go down and that's okay. And sometimes opportunities that you may have seen as, oh, this kind of failed or, oh, this didn't end up being what I wanted you will notice that those things pay off in ways that you didn't even know. They lead you to things that you want even more than what you thought you wanted. So we're talking a lot about kind of how she has established these businesses and what her goals for the businesses were. And we also talk just a lot of kind of about the mindset that goes on behind that in terms of just acting instead of overthinking everything, instead of creating resistance and how to let go of the outcome of something and how a lot of times letting go of the outcome is what – makes incredible opportunities feel like they're landing in your lap is because you're going into things without this pressure and without this resistance of thinking oh this needs to work this needs to work and I know that's something that I'm working on and probably a lot of you guys too is going into things just a little bit lighter a little bit less worried less stressed and just go with it and just let it happen. So we talk a lot about that as well. It's an incredible interview. I'm so happy to have her on the show. She's so inspiring. I honestly think of her kind of as a mentor to me. And I know she's going to push me to do incredible things. So without further ado, let's roll the interview. Thanks for being here. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Self-Made CEO podcast. I'm your host Adrian Finch. Happy freaking Wednesday. I'm so excited. Today I have an awesome guest, Marissa Mills. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. We're actually here at WeWork. This is interesting. Love it. We're recording our show today from a WeWork location because I'm actually filming a video with the company. So we decided let's let's record in here. They have a podcast studio. It's cool. We just had some setting up. Technical difficulties, but we're on. We're on now. So, how's it going today? It's going. It's a busy day. It's a busy day. (laughs) Busy day for a successful, badass female business owner, businesswoman. You are so many things, and I want to talk all about them. We met because we were on a panel together at Bloomingdale's. I'm so glad I met you. You are so cool. And we today are going to talk a lot about like, I think your kind of background with your businesses. And I just I look up to you a lot because I think what you've already accomplished and done with your business and just everything is so cool and crazy. And I can't, I'm someone who's kind of just starting the whole realm of like starting my own business. And so I want to talk a lot about your business. Do you want to give a quick kind of bio background on who you are? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of it was so great when we
0: did the panel together. I by know the way. it was
1: so fun.
0: It was so fun. It was very hot. It was so hot. We
1: were dripping sweat. Dripping <laughs> with sweat. It was a hot panel. Mm-hmm. For hot sure. <laughs> in many ways. In many ways. Just
0: um, so I have two companies. I have an event and fashion show production agency based in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, my clients include Bloomingdale's, Saks, Neiman's. Prada, Chanel, basically every high-end fashion brand. That's incredible! It's been amazing, an amazing ride so far. And then I have a second company called Style from Los Angeles,
1: which is shaping activewear mm-hmm. in the fitness world. The fitness world, which I now am have entered quite often, or I am now in it. I am now a part of the fitness world, which I never thought would be me, but I am. Sort of. I mean, I work out. That's it. At Basecamp. <laughs> at Basecamp. You love Basecamp, base camp, baby. I'm you obsessed. Love it. Yeah. I actually got a free Apple Watch because if you renew your unlimited membership for a year, you commit to a year. They give you an Apple Watch. I that's was like, huge! What? It's huge. I know. That I, also, pays I was like, for itself. Oh, I know. I was like, how did they do a partner? Whatever. That's another topic, but yeah, that's okay. awesome. I love that. Yeah, we yeah. love that. So, okay, that's incredible. I think, and I've heard your story on about both your businesses, kind of, but I really want to get into both sides because I, I. I know your, your life and your daily life has probably evolved a lot over the past however many years, correct? Because when you started, it was this other business. And what's the name of that, by the way?
0: So it's called
1: Style Firm Events. Okay. To
0: make it really
1: confusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I thought, that's that's what I was wondering. I was like, yeah. wait a second, I guess I don't know the name of this company. And yeah. then I was like, is it all Style Firm? But actually that, that makes sense. So there's like different branches and-
0: There are. When we were trying to figure out the name for the fitness brand, mm-hmm. um, it is Shaping Active where It literally lifts, molds, sculpts, everything. Yeah. And um, a few people literally said to us, why wouldn't you name it Style Firm? Which is exactly right. what we do.
1: Yes. Um, um that's actually that makes complete sense it was the name on the door
0: that we ended up naming it
1: well and here I am wearing one of the jackets you guys can't see if you're listening to the podcast but I will have the video versions up on social media and up on YouTube at some point go follow at the self-made CEO um it's very very comfortable it looks really good on you like I can tell that this material and that this is just oh it just I can't even speak today but it it fits very well
0: it is um, the little black dress of Active Wear. Mm-hmm. That's our that tagline for mm-hmm. sure. I love that, and it's the perfect travel uniform. Yeah, literally, I'll wear it on a flight to Europe mm-hmm. for fifteen you hours. Just want to be comfy. Yep, and yeah. it's perfect.
1: Oh, I love that. And you also gave me some pants and shorts to cycle shorts to test out. And yeah. oh my gosh, really unreal. Like I love them. Did you I love feel the material? Like
0: you were yeah. up and in them. I or? did
1: because what I I always tell people like I want my workout pants to be suffocating because i don't want to have to feel like i'm pulling them up or adjusting i'm a little bit weirdly kind of not ocd but i have like ticks with my pants when i'm working out with my hair i need everything to just be in place very particular actually but i want my clothes to be tight enough but also loose enough where i can move like i want the material to hug me in and hold me in where i don't feel like i'm all out and about and flopping yeah (laughs) But i also want the To be able to move and i think that it actually does a very good job with that with both those good amazing yeah which is everything i look for in a pant yep me as well Yep, and guys we're obviously gonna i'll link all of her stuff below if you guys want to check out the activewear line you should absolutely should i highly recommend but that is a whole nother topic that we will get into because i want to know the origin of how that all started but let's take it back for a minute i would love. For you to tell your story of how Style Firm originated in the beginning, I know you've t- we talked about this before, and I was just on the edge of my seat. I love this story of how you bought that business. I'll let you tell it, but where did this all begin? So,
0: um, my business partner Lisa and I both worked at Macy's, um, sort of as our first job out of college, uh, in the PR department, doing marketing, advertising, events basically we were a PR agency within the department store. Um, we both worked there together as counterparts for eight years and really had a lot of autonomy, ran some really large budgets, mm-hmm. had a lot of responsibility for girls in their 20s, yeah. um, but some great sort of corporate structure um, backbone, mm-hmm. which is really you know what we needed to, for starting our own business. Um, So at Macy's, there was a merger of Robinson's May and Macy's. And at the time, we saw sort of the corporate structure moving in a different direction than what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, So sort of out of the blue, uh, one of our vendors that we used uh, for fashion shows has a dressing service. So those are dressers that help models get into their clothes which is also
1: just insane and incredible the fact that someone like me who if I ever just attended a fashion show I wouldn't even think about that as a whole entire industry of professionals that are needed like oh we need people to dress the people and the fact that there's an agency that can then assign you to a group that will dress the people like that's nuts I mean it makes complete sense it is a huge pretty huge industry that no one knows about yeah
0: um and uh the most fundamental part of the fashion show for sure So she had called us out of the blue, this sort of um, lady that had been in the business for, you know, 20 years with a ton of clients like Sachs, Neiman's, Barney's, Mm -hmm. Chanel, everyone, and said, I want to move to Hawaii. Do you want to buy my business? (laughs) To, you know, us young 28-year-olds at the time. And Lisa and I looked at each other and said, why not? Yeah. Sounds like an interesting idea. This was before, you know, mortgages and husbands right. and dogs and kids and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: all the crazy responsibilities. Yes.
0: Yeah, so we literally were like, Let's do it. We wanna leave. It's time. It's literally a gift in our lap. Yeah. Um, she
1: charged us a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say, the first thing that goes through my mind when you even say like she offered us to buy her business. My first thought is if someone offered and said, Do you wanna buy my business? I'd be like, yeah, with what cash? <laughs> with what money can I buy your business? And so then but it was three thousand dollars. It was three thousand
0: dollars. We don't actually
1: tell people that, but I told you that and I'm happy to share that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I love it.
0: I love it. Um, and you know, also it was a different time. That was, you know, fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. There people didn't have their own businesses like they do now. Right. And of course we'll talk about that. Um so we just thought, sure, why not? We'll try it. Let's leave. So we both left within about a month of each other at Macy's mm-hmm. um, and started this business and immediately had clients right. like St. Laurent, Hermes, Louis Vuitton, incredible St. John, incredible client base.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and really went to these clients and also uh, wanted to expand the business because obviously dressing was. Mm-hmm a very sort of small bread and butter portion of the business, but uh, with all of our event experience and branding and marketing and and strategy that sort of we are now.
1: Right. um, Well, and you had had that experience from Macy's as well. So part of that was probably like, okay, here's the foundation. We have all these clients. Now how do we want to, I guess, 10X that and like offer them even more services that we are experts in, which was very smart. I think that that – how do, When you look back now on that moment of buying that business, and even just on that, those first couple of years or first couple months, like what 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 do you think? Do you just sit there and you're like, "Wow, I'm so happy and lucky that like how could your life be different maybe if that person hadn't come to you and sold you that business, or what do you think about that? It part? was
0: so not at all what we were thinking we were going to do next? right. I mean, she's a very close my best friend, um still is, obviously, and you know, in your twenties. As you'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> you're just you're very open to everything. You know you're looking for new experiences. You don't really have sort of an idea. You have a right. no slight concept.
1: Yeah, you're kind of just
0: open. Open. You're yeah. so open. It's it's something you know you hope to continue as right. you go. So w- we just sort of talked about. Literally, it was a very little conversation mm-hmm. and. And for the price, we we're like, like there's, nothing to, there's lose. nothing to lose. Yeah. I would say that in the beginning, um, again, fifteen years ago, you know, practically before Google, before We Work, mm-hmm. before everything about how to build a business, how to form an LLC, right. all that stuff, we had to research. Yeah. We had to really understand what having a business is and I mean, of course, there's a lot of tools out there now, like mm-hmm. yours, of mm-hmm. course, as well. Oh, thank you. Um, but it was just—it was a little bit daunting, for of sure. Course, of course. Um,
1: but in a good, like, oh, this is interesting. Like Let's you were try down it. to learn it, and you were down. very into it. See that? I think that part is so special because, like you just said, it, you know, no one hands you this guidebook that's like, oh, you're you're buying a business. Here you go. This is what you need to do. Let's read it front to back, and we're going to be good to go. And especially now, with like you said before many people popping up with you know their own businesses their own ventures trying products services whatever it is coaching a lot of coaches it's the same kind of thing you know you just have to figure it out and some of the people some of the coaches and gurus you know i'm buying their courses to learn how to figure it out for myself but i can relate to that because when i started youtube it was the same kind of thing too where it wasn't yet fully formulated into like Oh, this can be a business people it was a business but when we started making videos and we started realizing hold on we can make money from this everything we had to figure out on our own how do you negotiate with brands how do you even pitch something to a brand do brands even want to do videos what what is a multi-channel network is it worth it are they scamming us is it not how is you like everything was not was new it was just completely new So I feel that and and I think I did feel kind of similarly to you which was like at the time I was just kind of like going with it. I just said whatever I'll figure this out as it goes. There is no guidebook and it's crazy to think back to four years ago when I started YouTube and how not only has YouTube itself changed so so much but also how much I've learned and how much I've you know grown and become confident in my ability to like earn the money that i like deserve from it versus getting screwed over by people and i'm sure you've had so many like have what kind of challenges did you face when you guys were starting that business did you ever have like major roadblocks or major anything major happen Um oh always. Especially with a live
0: event. I mean that just in itself Uh is very stressful. Ninja Roblox all the time. Oh yeah. Um and especially with events, it's about experience. So you have to do a gazillion events to be good at it. Right. That's really the only way. And I feel Um, like part
1: of it is just being a good problem solver. Like do you think that working on events has helped shape like just your attitude about solving problems and about roadblocks, because I feel like that would stuff would come up all the time, and you just have to deal. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty reactive. Yeah.
0: actually, as a person, so yes, I can make something happen in 24 hours. That is, yeah, that's crazy. Um, in every area of my life, that is such for a sure. gift. That is a gift. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's a crazy-making gift. Yeah, yeah for some reason, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's insane. I would say also too when I started, you know, Lisa and I were very used to getting up at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. going to the office at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. and having that structure. Right. So that was a real sort of weird awakening moment where I didn't have my boss, who is still a client at, the, at this time. I love her. Um, she's a mentor, all that. But I didn't have her sort of there mm-hmm. to manage me, right. and manage my time. Um so that's been interesting when you have to sort of figure out what you want to work on today. Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to spend your day on?
1: Yeah, that's a whole. I mean, I do that as well every single day. I'm like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. what do I want to do today? And I do you think that it helped that you had gone from that corporate structure to this because you kind of had that foundation of like the discipline and all that? Or it do you was think incredible. It went all of a sudden, it it was yeah. everything. That's I, so cool. I, and at the time, again, didn't realize it,
0: but it was definitely laid every part of yeah. our agency together. Yeah. We learned how to manage budgets. We learned how to do ad buys. We learned how to negotiate, you know, mm-hmm. meet and greets with the celebrities. I mean, deal with brands, do press, all media advisory, like all that stuff just thrown right in there with events yeah. and, and absolutely sort of, um, you know, it's not your name per se, so you can kind of right, right. try any which way you want, mm. and it's fine. It's Macy's name. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so it was great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: I think a, a really cool takeaway from all of that as well is just, like, sometimes you guys aren't going to know exactly what your path is, or you're not going to – like, you're not going to – something might – okay, an opportunity may come at you, and you're not – always going to know what it's going to end up being did I think four years ago that I would have a podcast called self-made CEO no I just made videos most of them were comedy videos like you know you don't know what's going to happen and that's okay and so take these opportunities and like just go with it and also like you said if you let's say you hadn't loved your job at Macy's or you know you were ready to leave at the time that experience shaped you into the person you are now and helped you so much with this business and I think people need to think more in that way when they're either leaving jobs or maybe doing a job that isn't their favorite but they're going to stick it out for a year it's like you can always gain something incredible from each experience even if you hate what you're doing if you're only there for one month like you can gain something from that one month absolutely
0: I think doing all the things yeah so that you can decide what you don't want to do is the most important thing I agree um I agree I pretty much hate doing press
1: mm-hmm. so
0: anytime I
1: cannot do press it's great
0: <laughs> and that's great that's I learned that in you know the corporate job and mm-hmm. you know that's awesome don't do any press no it I know happens. I feel
1: that my first internship ever was at a video on demand distribution company so imagine this I don't even know if it still exists the same way but it was a company that would take f- movies from filmmakers and pitch them to video on-demand services like Netflix or like cable um not cable but you know on demand on a tv like Xfinity and that was their whole job was distributing that and I worked there and I was like you know what I don't like distribution it is boring exactly (laughs) but it was cool because it did open my mind in a lot of ways it it, I had to make marketing proposals for Netflix to like pitch them this really crappy horror movie and why they should take it (laughs) (laughs) and it taught me a lot and I hated that but it's okay um, I want to talk for a second about your goals with this company. So both back then, what you could have kind of already talked about how you wanted to expand and scale up and do the events part as well. where do you feel like you've hit you know a lot of those goals that you set for yourself back then and then also where where do you still see this going further on? So yeah, we didn't start
0: the business with a business plan. Mm-hmm. I always like to say that. <laughs> there was no sort of Idea other than let's do events in mm-hmm. addition to dressing services. Um, and, you know, our clients have been incredible. We've just literally have worked with every designer that I could possibly imagine. Everyone, you know, that comes from Paris, that comes through LA, you know, we've worked on their shows, we've done their events. Um, you know, every year is different with us. There is no day the same at yeah. all. And with eventing, you learn so much. Even if I've been doing it for 20 years, mm-hmm. um, Every it's time still you learn something. something new that I could never have imagined right. will happen. Right. And how did I solve it? Yeah. So, um, you know, we love it. It's it's I mean, obviously, we have it dialed. Um, I can definitely do events now with my eyes closed mm-hmm. and. So it's a little less stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of client management. Um, I mean, we're pretty like, happy with sort of where it's gone. Good. And, um, we love our freelancers. Mm-hmm. We love our team. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's gone really it's well. It's gone. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And where do you see the future of this company going? Do you, do you imagine it'll remain pretty consistent and steady and maybe, you know, like do you ha- – one day would you say, you know what, I'm going to step down from this and just work on something else or like what – I mean, again, what I love about you is that you you don't need to always have a plan. No plan. And I think that's so – that's so important though because I think we are all so wrapped up in making these plans that we end up doing nothing because we're worried that there's no plan in place. I don't know what the point of this is. Is this a waste of time? Is it not – if you have your kind of attitude, which is just like, do it, just do it. And you'll know like one day at a time, one hour at a time, one task at a time, just do it, and don't always dwell on this whole plan. And if it
0: doesn't work, try it a different way. Yeah.
1: Um, there's a so little great.
0: too much thinking about the goals, yeah, versus just doing. There's yeah. so much talk. Not there podcast is talk, but there, no, there is just is. so much talk instead of actually doing it. And yeah. I'm such a worker bee. Like I don't
1: understand. I would rather do it than just yeah. talk about it. See that I love that because I think it's so important to not be all talk. And I think it's tough. People do that because I think when they get excited about an idea, and I do this too. You you say it, and then but then you end up feeling bad about yourself if you didn't then act on it right away. It's funny i'm like kind of inherently i'm the opposite of you but i want to be you and what i mean by that is inherently i have this kind of i don't want to say problem but it's very hard for me to just go do something or throw spaghetti at a wall as i would like to call it without it's not that i need a step-by-step plan but my problem sometimes is i'll be like what are my goals okay this and then if i don't actually think about the action that needs to happen in order to get there then the action never happens so it's weird. I feel this weird balance between I want to write out my goals and I want to, like, have an action plan. But I don't want to dwell over that action plan. And that's what I end up doing. And a lot of times I do nothing. I'll be like, well, is this hour of my day? Is it worth doing this step? And then I'll have it done by this month. And then – and I overthink everything. Yeah. The timing stuff just will never work. No. Because, you know,
0: the universe definitely has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. We don't know it. But – we're on a path and we just have to just keep trying. With the flow. Yeah.
1: Going with the flow yeah. is
0: definitely a theme.
1: Do you have any advice for people even who, like me who sometimes have problems with or you know sometimes struggle with just letting just going with the flow and just like one step at a time and not overthinking. Like what do you I know it's pr- probably pretty natural to you. Do you have any advice for the overthinkers out there? <laughs> I'm like over here like please help me. Yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely think
0: about things a lot. Um, but when I do get into sort of that mindset of just thinking and not moving, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, nope, I got to yeah. get going. You Let's can tell. You're just
1: like, wait, okay, I've been.
0: And just do the, the one thing that will get you to the next thing. Like, think, it doesn't yeah. need to be 17 steps.
1: Right. You know? That's actually I think this circles back a lot to what I talked about on a previous episode, the um, how to trick your brain into doing hard things and also the episode called uh, the five second rule um, for you guys. If you haven't listened, I recommend because I actually kind of talk about how I talk about strategies for just for just doing because, again, that's kind of what I struggle with. And so even what you just said, as simple as it sounds like, oh, just the second you realize you're thinking just go do don't think about it so the 5 second rule is where whenever something like that like your instinct is telling you to do something and then maybe you start fearing it or start getting worried instead you just count backwards from 5 and just do it just do it yeah and that's actually kind of weirdly the mentality i had with this podcast i had this whole idea for a website with these courses and this and that and then all of a sudden i had this opportunity to create the podcast and in my head i said oh wait i'm not ready and but i don't know the direction but i don't know the exact audience and then i said No, hold on, I'm just gonna do it. I will figure out the audience by doing it. I will figure out the branding and the content by doing it. And I'm so happy that I did it. And it was very unnatural for me to like have zero plan. And then And look at you now. Exactly. And I'm so happy.
0: I also think your instinct though of I wanna start a podcast and just doing it is what gets you going. Like we all have ideas, right? right? So it's really those, that one idea where you get moving on it is
1: the one that your body wants you to do. Yeah, exactly. I think this (laughs) is not the mind. Yeah, exactly. Like this step. And I was just telling Ryan, uh, you guys don't know Ryan. Ryan is here. He's, he's helping us with this uh, production. I I can't speak today English. Guys, sorry. I have days where I cannot speak. Ryan Larkin, my good friend is here in the room with us. Um, I was just in the car with him on the way here. And We were actually just talking about uh, the self-made CEO and the whole brand and and all the potential that it has and where I see it going. And I said, you know, I'm so happy that I just did the podcast and I didn't overthink because originally I was like, I'm going to launch this thing in March. It's going to be this, this, this. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do the podcast because I can just talk, 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 talk all I want about this stuff, get feedback, and then shape it into something that will work better versus wasting time and resources, throwing something out there that's like – you know, not necessarily even what I want to do. This was what I wanted. I wanted this show for this purpose too. We get to talk like to people like you. I, I love, love it. So sweet. I well, you're it. so good. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. That I so did much a deep dive into. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> into it. All of your episodes. Oh, and that's so sweet. I loved that. One. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I also think, and I want to hear your your take on this people when when you get feedback like when people tell you you're good at something and I want to hear if there have been specific instances with you where this has happened but you can't ignore the signs from the universe or the signs from people for example when we were at the Bloomingdale's podcast the reason I bring this up is only or the panel I bring this up only because you were there so you'll know not because I'm trying to be all narcissistic about myself um at that panel after dawn the, one of the women running it and some other person also asked me like oh do you do speaking engagements a lot and I said no this is like my first one actually and they're like wait really you, I feel like you go around and like give motivational speeches and I said what that's Next incredible but I, for you. <laughs> I know I was like no I don't they're like you're super natural at talking about stuff like this I said well I have a podcast and as as small as that was that compliment made me so happy because it not only I mean compliments are nice but it validated it just it made me remember like this is the right I'm doing the right thing when people are telling you like you should go speak to people you should go speak to schools or businesses like that that's what pushes me in that direction I'm like okay people are saying this I should probably go do this now so I don't know if you've had like experiences like that where oh
0: so many times yeah
1: um, because obviously we're doing
0: things, right? We're we're immersed in our lives yeah. of, you know, work and um, eventing and all this stuff. Um, and you don't really think about sort of what you should be doing. right? And people tell you so many times people are saying, wow, you really should go do that, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, there was a pop-up store, which, of course, we'll talk about the clothing line. Um, that we did uh, last uh, winter um, at Santa Monica Place, super successful. Um, and the people of Mace Rich that own the mall had come to us uh, just as sort of a client saying, do you have any clients of yours that would want to do a pop-up? Mm-hmm. So I did sort of shop it around to my clients. I had negotiated a really good um, deal for the space, Um And no one, none of the clients really could pull it together in two weeks before uh, you would take over the lease Mm -hmm. of the 60-day pop-up. So um, a friend had said to me something like, why wouldn't you do it? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, Yeah. I don't even know why it didn't even occur to me. Yeah, right. So those are those moments Mm -hmm. where, yes, you really need people to give you that sort of clarity of, yeah, why wouldn't I do it for my brand? And I pulled it together in two weeks, and it was the most successful pop-up ever. That's so cool. They have asked me back three different times. Like
1: I brought in all these sponsors. It was incredible. All right, you guys, we're going to take a really quick break. We will be right back. You know when you order a new video game?
0: If you like true crime, dark history, the haunted and paranormal, then we think you'll like Ghost Town.
1: Ghost Town is hosted by me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. We cover both notorious and obscure true crimes, the
0: haunted, paranormal,
1: and unexplained. And the dark history of everything from world events to pop culture.
0: There are new episodes of Ghost Town every Wednesday and Friday.
1: Find out for yourself what Vulture.com called essential listening and one listener called a total waste of time. So pause
0: the podcast you're listening to right now.
1: And go subscribe to Ghost Town for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And at ghosttownpod.com.
1: And we're back. Thank you for being here. Well, it's also, I think, hard, especially for people—well, for anyone, really. When when you are in your own head, like, it's you and you're creating things and you're running a business or you're doing whatever— you're not taking that outside look and you're not like it's important to take time sometimes to just really step back and like look at everything from a big perspective and just be able to say like oh hey okay that's working really well or I'm really good at that actually people are telling me this feedback people this maybe not so much you know what's working and I think like going with those is so important. It's I like to think really the universe it's like showing you the like how you should do this like gut instinct is everything yes do.
0: gut and signs signs, and signs are everywhere signs are huge you just have to look and like be aware be of aware them. and
1: that's yeah. I talk about that a lot with like manifesting and stuff it's like yeah. just just be aware yep. and just like let things happen
0: exactly that's, that's what I love don't push a lot of yeah. times too when you're pushing something to happen which has happened to me many a times yeah. before. Um, it really and it doesn't work it's a sign just right. stop
1: and yeah. go a
0: different way yeah and i have and gone a different way and then it becomes perfect yeah and even
1: better than yeah. what i imagined and i think that's so cool because you know it's not saying oh you know like if you dream of being a professional athlete or i don't know it's so random but whatever you dream of doing it's not saying like oh if you try and try and try and it fails and fails and fails we're not saying like, oh, go give up on your dreams. But it's like there will be a way that fits, that is easy. And maybe that whole – maybe you thought you wanted that, but really it was that you wanted to be a coach. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm making no, this up. Absolutely. but it absolutely. Like when you fight that resistance, like, yeah, you, you'll realize that you are being pointed in a direction that you will be better for you that you actually want more. Exactly. Versus fighting it. And I think I used to fight it a lot. I would just compl- – Me as well. Because I'd be like, no, because I'm also a firm believer. Like, no, I can can be successful at anything because we all can. But sometimes the thing that I was trying, I realized wasn't even the thing I wanted. Right. You know? Yes. Even with this, like, I love making YouTube videos. I really do. But for years now, they have been not performing that well. I have not been growing. I have not been – my business on YouTube has not been progressing every year. And I love making videos, but I've always just been like, this is just, like, not working the way that I want. And I feel like I am good at this. I'm a good editor. I can shoot well. I can tell stories well. I can speak. Like, I should have my own. Like, I'm supposed to impact even more people than are seeing my videos. It's almost just like I feel, felt like I was fighting YouTube for so long. Like, I'm fighting it. And now I'm like, hold on. Why don't I just go do things myself then? Right. right. And, 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 that's and it's why part of building
0: your brand. So, yeah.
1: you know, everything is a stepping stone. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I didn't have YouTube, I wouldn't have people to promote this podcast to. And then people find this podcast and then I can create, you know, the bigger business where I am impacting more people. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It's all it's it really is all meant to be. It's there all is a meant plan. to be. There I really agree is. with
1: you. And I think I can take advice from you on just letting go and slowing down and just like doing things, just doing things and stop overthinking everything. Because I do that. I overthink. Yeah. Yeah. When you get there, you
0: just need to stop. And I I do think, though, if you are overthinking like that, it's probably not the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Because you should
1: just want to get going. Yeah, on it. yes, that's, that's true. And I think there are just so many things in life we get so overwhelmed and so we think we're so busy. But it, really taking a step back, too, to really think about what are we busy with, though? What are we doing? And is it what we should and want to be focusing our time on and our energy on? Because when it's something you want, it's easy. Like you're, you just want to go do it. You're not thinking about how can I fit this into my schedule. Exactly. I love it. So I would love to take a turn into your style firm Los Angeles, your clothing and how let's talk a little bit about that and how that kind of came about. And actually, there's a really fun event coming up that we'll talk about. But if, if you guys are listening before what date is it? It is on Thursday, the 21st, okay. November 21st. So basically, you would have to listen to this the day it comes out and be in Los Angeles yep. <laughs> to to attend. But we'll, we'll get there in a minute. So tell me about Style from Los Angeles. How did this all come about?
0: So about five years ago, uh, Lisa and I, we like to go to the gym. We like to work out. And um, sort of we noticed at that time, because fitness uh, wasn't what it is now, um, you know, there were three major brands out there, and they really weren't doing sort of the woman's body any justice. It wasn't lifting, sculpting, sucking everything in in all the right places. Um, So we thought, why don't we try to create sort of the perfect pant? We started with just a pant. And at the time, you know, the hot trend was bootcut pants. So um, we took... Um, our favorite bootcut pant to sort of the local tailor down the street and said, we want to put sort of this mesh um, sculpting uh, fabric in this pant Mm -hmm. to make you feel better, lifted, Mm -hmm. all that. So he made us this pant at the time that was a prototype. He made it out of newspaper. It was a newspaper pattern, which is hilariously – ridiculous Mm -hmm. but he's like an older gentleman and he thought that was the way to do it yeah um he did make us the most amazing pant it needed a little bit of work but when we both tried it on we were like whoa whoa (laughs) holy you know but yeah it was amazing so we thought why don't we try Mm -hmm. let's just try um no manufacturing experience but we hired a technical designer used to work at nike
1: um, Amazing. her name
0: is Two, and she uh, really got our concept and understood what we were really going for. She worked out. We spent a year and a half in development and research and reworking um, this five piece collection. It's a core base collection, two jackets, mm-hmm. three bottoms. Wow. Um, it is the little black dress of activewear, mm-hmm. like I said. And literally every day when I put them on, and some days you're like, why am I doing so much <laughs> yeah. today? I put them on and I remember why I created these. Ugh, these pants are so incredible. They literally do everything you want. And, um, you know, because there's been a lot of exhaustion and uh, learning curves in understanding manufacturing, which mm-hmm. is um, a really male um dominated based, dominated yeah. business and um I'm used to only really working with women so that was an a interesting experience and then um also going from a service based industry which is events mm-hmm. um, to a product which is you know putting out money before you right. actually sell it um is just a, a crazy concept it's scary. to me still mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy and figuring out exactly how much to produce Mm -hmm. and and sizing and all that but that is so interesting it has been an incredible experience I mean every day from you know zippers taking 12 weeks to what I said before which is me as a business I can make anything happen in 24 hours which is what I'm used to um has been very interesting oh yeah
1: completely different for you because keeping calm yeah (laughs) you're like I can't I have to wait 12 weeks for a free Don't understand. <laughs> don't understand <laughs> you know, any of it. Yeah. um I don't know. I can't remember if we spoke about this before, but I'm sure a lot of the listeners actually can relate to this. There's a YouTuber named Shane Dawson. Do you know of him by chance? No. Okay. And there's a makeup artist named Jeffree Star. Basically, they're both huge online. and I know Jeffree Star. Okay. Yep, so, yep. Jeffree has Jeffree Star Cosmetics. Yep. And you guys listening, I'm sure watched the series. <laughs> if you didn't, I recommend. But Shane Dawson is another YouTuber who does a lot of like docu-style series so he'll highlight some other creator and kind of do this whole documentary style series on them so he just did one with jeffree star about his cosmetics brand and they collabed on a palette so shane created a palette for jeffree's makeup line and what i thought was so fascinating is they showed every aspect of the back end of of these things you're saying of produce, how many units do we produce? Like what's the money that we're willing to risk on? How many sales do we think we're gonna get? Are we gonna get too many sales? Is the site gonna be down? Like what's, are we gonna lose our money? Like are people even gonna like this? What kind of formulas do we want? Every little aspect that goes into manufacturing any product, especially something super customizable, like what you're, or not customizable, but you guys made such a custom, you know, fit and feel for these clothes that I can't even imagine that process and yeah that sounds like it could be crazy <laughs> i stressful. would say that we didn't know what we were getting yeah.
0: into um still a good decision we made but wow
1: yeah well that's wow. so cool though because good i bet you learned so much so from much that. <laughs> and like what a, yeah what an experience that's insane
0: yeah it's been it's been a that's ride so cool, for sure yeah so coming up, we yes. have, um, we're have we so excited to have a collaboration with Burton Snowboards. So awesome. Um, we're calling it a fashion collaboration for all seasons. I love. Um, and we're launching on November 21st with our fun launch party. And Sycamore is a country music artist. Um, she's up and comer in Nashville. And she'll be she's the face of our campaign. Awesome. Um, So she'll be performing an acoustic set for the launch.
1: Yeah. And so what does this mean? Is is this this, is style firm going to be sold in Burton stores? Yes. So we have a residency at Burton until March. That is
0: amazing. And we're going
1: to be doing um,
0: fitness events, fitness pop up events, and. Uh, a music series every month. Oh, that's amazing! So you
1: should follow along at yeah. Style
0: from LA uh, for all the events. Yeah, that are I will put all up. the
1: stuff down below because you guys should definitely check that out. That's awesome, especially. I mean, I I really do highly recommend the the clothes. I mean, oh my! God, I'm wearing again. I'm wearing the jacket right now, and they turned on the AC in here, so now it's chilly. So yeah, I'm, it's now so unhappy. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Okay. Wow. I feel like we could literally talk forever, and I want to. Um, and I also have to remember that. We don't always have to talk forever. She can come back. But I do want to, about the partnership, how did that come about? Did you guys reach out to various retailers, to them? Did you already have a relationship with them? How did that happen? Um, So it's a good question. So uh Burton is very
0: sort of locally run in that each store really reaches out to their target demographic. Okay, cool. And, Um, They were really, they're really looking to get more females into Mm, the store mm -hmm. because it's really, you know, male dominated store um, as I had really never been in Burton before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so we sort of started talking and we're talking about events because obviously that's my expertise. And I said, can I bring in some clothes? Not thinking like, can I do a trunk show with a fitness event? And it sort of spiraled into more and then this Incredible. program. And um, luckily Sycamore loves Burton and loves Style Firm. And then that worked out. Um, we did this amazing photo shoot around her yeah. sort of record album launch cover photo shoot. And um, so it's all sort of, you know, timing. And Oh, for sure. There was no plan. There was no
1: plan. No plan. But And you see what I love, too, is it's... You're manifesting things into your life without even realizing it because you're focused on the things you love, the the things you want to be doing. So you wanted to do fitness. You said yourself that the pants were just not working before and you said, I want, I want different ones, so I'm going to do it. And because of that focus and intention with everything you're doing, more and more opportunities will just show up. So again, like you didn't go into that meeting or, or you know, you didn't go into that relationship thinking, oh my God, this needs to, this needs to be a partnership. This needs to work out. Oh, what if they don't like it? Blah, blah. You just were like, I'm just going to go ask if I can bring my clothes. And then it turned into this beautiful partnership. And like you weren't expecting that. And it's amazing. And it worked. And it's just, it was very organic, I'd say. I think people need to remember like when you're just, when you're focused on what you love and what you want, and you're doing things you love and you're letting go of the outcome, you're not fighting it, you're not creating resistance because you're not putting pressure on yourself, that's when the most opportunities come at you. Absolutely. Do not have an outcome is yeah. definitely the goal. I, I swear. No, I, it's true. Yeah. Like, you're making me realize all this because these are things that I talk about a lot. And it's harder sometimes to put it in practice because you realize that naturally your brain's gonna wanna go there, some people. Especially, I think, for young people, there's often a lot of financial risk. There's often, you know, other burdens or debts or parents pressure, whatever it is. Like, I understand why people are, you know, they they care about the outcome of things. They worry and they stress and they, you know, I get that. They're afraid to take risks. But I think something we can all improve upon is just letting go of that outcome and just, A, knowing that no matter what, you're going to be fine, going to be okay, but also let the opportunities just flow freely to you. Don't put that pressure on it. The second you put the pressure on it, it's not fun anyway, because then you do care. You're relying on some outcome. And then when the outcome's not what you want, you're unhappy and you're stressed. And then it's a vicious negative feedback loop where you're like, I'm not doing well. Oh no, blah, blah, blah. What else can I do? And it's crazy. And like talking to you is so refreshing because you're just, you are just like, yeah, I'm just going with whatever. And you're getting these incredible opportunities. Your business is incredibly successful. I mean, you work hard. Like you definitely work your butt off. So I'm not saying you're sitting here and everything's just coming to you. But you're. It's just work. It, it's working. I can just see that it's very. Just the harmony is there.
0: <laughs> oh, so sweet. Thank. That's you. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's so awesome.
1: I'm. I'm pumped to see the the collab happen and the launch. It's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be fun. Gonna that inspires it. me actually. Like when you were talking about that, all of a sudden I started thinking about how you know I want to create. I don't even want to call it merch. I want to create um, iPhone cases and little crop T-shirts and crew neck sweatshirts that have little just really cute little text on it that's like motivational. For example, I'm wearing a shirt right now that says, girl, you are the boss. And it's just a cute little black crop tee with a little in the corner, a little text. I want to make stuff like that, like self-made CEO Mm -hmm. related little things because they're daily reminders that you're a powerful boss but it's also cute and comfy and soft. And the manufacturing world, I could never even think about getting into. But then when you were talking about the Burton thing, I was thinking, man, that would be so cool if one day there's just a little female empowerment, little like corner of a store that it has, it's selling these things like Mm -hmm. that my brand becomes also a clothing and a phone cases and planners and backpacks, like things where, you know, it's productivity and it's business and it's motivating, but it's like female driven and it's, inspiring absolutely like that is totally please do it i should i know we talked about
0: your planner so yeah i want to make a planner so bad i'm going to be your driving force yes you
1: are you are you're going to be my motivation there my accountability because every seeing you having gone through all your whole journey and evolution of both your businesses is like so inspiring and i'm like i can do this too i know i can one day. You're so sweet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not always fun. Of course, it's not. <laughs> and every day, you ask yourself, "Why am I doing? Why this? am I doing this every
1: day?" We we talked about this when we yep. met up before. It that, you know, if you're not asking yourself every single day, "What the heck am I doing?" Then you're not going outside your comfort zone enough. You're not doing enough because I swear, me too. Every day, I'm like, "What is my?" life what is my job yep. what do i literally what do i do for a living and why yeah yep, yep. <laughs> like, absolutely what is, what is this yes <laughs> yeah yeah oh well is there anything else you want to add to like i don't know you're just so inspiring i wish you guys all could sit in a room with her and just talk because you're seriously so you sweet. inspire me so much Stop. i mean it because you're all you're also just you're so nice and bubbly and when sh- crap happens you're just like yeah you know It was stressful, but (laughs) but stay insane over here. Oh my
0: God. Um, I think just try it. Just like you don't want to be 65 and think back and look at your life and be like, why didn't I get that planner started? That is Mm -hmm. literally the entire point. Oh, I know. And it does not need to sell a million. It will. Right. But (laughs) it doesn't
1: need to sell a million because you did it. That's That is the best piece of advice, literally ever. Like, just do it, because actually, although that's Nike's tagline,
0: however, (laughs) (laughs) yes, just do it in business. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was actually thinking about that with the planner, and also with doing uh, like a small online course for on online branding just like a very small one just because i have the knowledge and i've already written it out and i want to help people with it and i thought like you know what by the end of the year i should just put one out there and i don't care if no one buys it exactly just, and that's i think the point you have to not care because guess what i bet a bunch of people are gonna buy it if like exactly. if i'm doing it because i i want to do it i want to say hey i put something out there i've accomplished this i don't care if it sells one yeah or 500 or five thousand. i don't care
0: I don't care if, obviously I do, but I don't <laughs> care
1: if my, you know, clothing line isn't selling millions right.
0: Um Like, of today, course, that would be a goal. That is, yeah, definitely the goal. But um, I have the most amazing pair of leggings that I get to wear every day yep. and know that I created this product yeah. that I love
1: and cherish and still yes. adore five years later. That's yeah. something. I think that's so beautiful. And even what you said I think resonates so much when you said, like, You know, when you're going through those hard times or when something's stressful or when it's a a struggle and you put on those pants and you're like, nope, I did this for a reason. This is why I did this. Absolutely worth it. I love that. And I think people need to – we need to always be finding those little gems and reminding ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, That's the same with this podcast, with my channel. It's like if I'm ever upset about, oh, my views aren't doing well or, oh, whatever, I read one comment from someone saying this episode, like, changed my mindset, completely changed my outlook on things. That is reminder enough. One person being affected positively by this, and that's enough for me. Like, that is enough for me to justify doing this forever.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And even the person you saw in the lobby, your friend that you ran into Mm -hmm. and started talking about your podcast and how much she loves it. Insane, right?
1: Love those moments. Those those are the
0: moments. Those
1: are the moments. When I
0: get to see somebody wearing Style Farm randomly on the street. Oh, my gosh.
1: I die. Oh, I I die. would absolutely die. I literally go up. Oh my god, I would. Oh, you absolutely (laughs) should. That style farm. I would like it. Yeah. (laughs) that's gonna be me when I create phone cases and then I walk down the street and someone. Oh, I can't Mm -hmm. even imagine. That's how I feel if I ever meet subscribers too. But even yeah, what she was saying is we're at we're at WeWork today, and I was just walking through the lobby to go ask the front desk a question and. This girl that I went to college with was like, Adrienne, oh my gosh, hi. And I sat down for a minute and she just said, I love your podcast. I'm hooked on it. I got my boyfriend hooked on it. Like, it is so helpful. I've changed my mindset so much. And I was just like, holy crap, thank you so much for saying that because, you know, it's so nice, it's just so validating because I want to do this to help other people. It's not even about me. I want you guys to thrive and succeed and be happier and be, you know, feel empowered to do anything, to be successful, to follow those dreams. And to also fail a bunch and fail hard, fail often because you're going to find your path. It's going – every single thing is feedback. Everything you do is feedback, you know. Failing
0: is so important. It's so important. It is Maybe more important than being successful. I agree 100%. That makes you the person you are it does. today and just like gives you that backbone yeah. and makes you stronger and just. I agree. And it's you insane. You gotta fail. You
1: gotta fail. You gotta fail. <laughs> Every week. Everyone <laughs> should fail. My, my <laughs> really posts on Martin. Instagram should just start being instead of like these motivational things, it should just be like, what are you gonna fail at today? Exactly. Honestly, exactly. It's so important. It's insane to me that we create so much resistance yeah. to everything. To potentially, what if I don't uh, doubt, fear, risk taking? We create that in our heads when really it's like, first of all, you should experience that. You should feel scared because that means you're going outside your comfort zone. You should fail because that means you're getting feedback and you're learning and you're growing and you're progressing. Like, we should welcome that into our lives. Exactly. We should not push that away. We should not fear that. We should not worry about that.
0: I have a colleague, friend of mine, who actually hates compliments and only wants feedback that makes sense like i like both but but that's does, the extreme version <laughs> does not want one compliment yeah. ever wow it only, I, amazing yeah because who doesn't want a compliment but really just thinks that feedback is the only yeah. thing that should be said
1: critiquing but, but but feedback can be positive feedback but she never means the critiques yeah So she has a growth mindset, but, like, extreme. Yeah. See, I'm that way, too, where I want people to be freaking honest because it's it's hard to hear. It's uncomfortable when you hear negative feedback. But if you actually want to be successful and you want your thing to work, you need negative feedback because you need to fix it and you need to – you and know, you need to hear it you need to hear it i mean
0: i have struggled with that it's it's hard it's, it's very really hard, hard. It it is. to hear. it is hard you don't like what i did it's like hard. it's really it's it's absolutely takes difficult. time to process but
1: imagine if you're trying to put something out there if someone didn't like your pants and i mean also and i've you heard can't, that and yeah. that's okay and that's it's okay because you're everyone exactly you can't please everyone and that's Correct. also something with a product or a podcast yes. or a video like you're not going to please everyone yes but but when it, someone says that it's tough because you're like you know, if you ignored people's feedback, then you wouldn't make an incredible product that people then buy. And then you, you know, it's like people get, especially business, I think business owners or people who want to start businesses, they become very self-obsessed, not in a way of like, oh, I'm so cool, but in a way where they're only thinking about what they think is a good idea instead of market obsessed. Like, do people actually think this is a cool idea, though? People are afraid to go out there and even ask. People don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear if their, mm-hmm. you know, idea is dumb. They don't want to hear it. They just want to do it, which, you know, I commend you for doing it. But I'm also like, get the feedback. Like, ha- go ask people. Because those are the people you're trying to sell to. And if they're mm. like, nah, then why would you? I don't know. It just no, doesn't make uh, sense. Yes. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, we're going to wrap up this episode. I'm so glad we got to talk. We could do this for a million hours. I'm i so feel happy. feel so happy
0: to be sitting
1: next me to too. you I totally adore you oh,
0: I adore you and I love You're your energy and I think your podcast is amazing thank you and so much thank you for having me of course
1: where can everyone find you and style firm so on socials of course yes.
0: at style firm events mm-hmm. is the event company at style from la is the activewear brand and then personally which is also pretty much business is um at the marissa
1: mills m-i-l-l-s i I will put all of that down in the show notes you guys so you can check it out and you can check out her activation or i I guess it's an activation in burton store is that going to be like a nationwide thing a worldwide thing so we're starting in it in la
0: first Mm -hmm. um there We were talking, of course, about doing New York and San Francisco, but I just felt like it was too A lot. much yeah, for, for sure. me to manage in yeah. addition to everything else. So, yeah, so you're going to test it out. Test it, yeah. see how this goes. Makes really, sense. you
1: know, That's awesome. make it fabulous. I'm so proud and happy. Thank I love you. it. It's so cool hearing about this. this. is like, I see myself in in my time doing things similar to you. Like, I just want to follow in your little footsteps so so, it's so awesome to hear thank you anyway guys thank you so much for tuning in this week i can't wait for uh, i'm just so happy i've been saying this a lot lately but thank you for all the feedback you guys have been giving me i've been getting extra feedback and i love it please keep tagging me in stories and on instagram um i love that this has become a lot of your guys's You know, daily ritual listening to this show. And I hope to start doing more than one episode a week. That won't happen quite yet, but that is my goal. I want you guys to have even more um, episodes. And I want to remind you that there is also a private Facebook group. I wasn't utilizing it a whole lot at the beginning, but I really want to get into that because I want you guys to be able to build a community and talk to each other about your you know, questions about starting businesses or your struggles or just support each other and have kind of this group of people who want to shift their mindset and want to, you know, go be successful, go get it and help each other. So I'm going to leave the link to the private Facebook group down below. You can request to join and I want to go chat with you guys in there and, yeah, also stay tuned for potential merch coming out. I don't know. We're going to work on it. I, We're I just, doing it. I definitely want to do a planner. That's going to be a longer thing, though, a longer process. But I may even try to get together before the holidays. Just some little phone cases, pop sockets, cute things like that. Just some little boss girl things like that. We don't know. We'll see. But stay tuned because, I You're mean, I, I would buy that. I would <laughs> honestly buy those things. And it's not even about, like, you know, I'm not doing it to make money. I just want to do it because – I want it myself like I want a crew neck that says like I'm self-made or something cool if you guys have any feedback for merch also please DM at the self-made CEO on Instagram or at Adrian Finch um I would appreciate it anyway I should stop talking now but (laughs) thank you so much again Marissa for coming it's been awesome and we will catch you guys in the next episode bye
0: Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates Supply.